Hey, hey, it's Anna Yellen on the mic. It's the 29th of December and swiftly the year 2021 will change into 2022. I have been reflecting on the year in the last few days, sharing some lessons I have learned this year. We have arrived at lesson number 9 out of 12, which is called Talk to Strangers. I just googled it, Talk to Strangers. In no time, I was in a chat room where strangers chat to each other online. Two seconds in, the question, any naughty girls in here, shows up. Oh well, I stopped the research because I couldn't be further away from the place I wanted to talk about. Where you can see each other. Where you can smell the other person. Observe mimics and gestures. I mean places like trains, coffee places, cash desks, waiting rooms, hospitals, outside on a promenade or standing in a queue somewhere. The last time I had a chat with a stranger was a few days ago in a locker room after swimming. But before I take you there, let's go back to the end of last summer. We had a team golf tournament in the French part of Switzerland. We are six players. One of my best friends is one of them. After playing, the two of us took the chance to go and have a drink. Now she will tell you that what happened that day happens to me all the time. A stranger will appear out of nowhere and we will have the most interesting conversations about life, love, death, society, art and of course about time. We will arrive at a point where our heads spin because they have been fed with new ideas and perspectives and then the stranger will say something like, I think it's time to digest this conversation and they will be gone, plop. And maybe one day I will get a letter or a message saying, I'm not sure if you remember me. But in the year 2021, we met in Yverdon and we talked about time and humans, as he called his topic. And I will be reading this and think, how could I forget? Some conversations with strangers are unforgettable because they go deep, because they tell me things I've never heard before. Like one day on a train where an Hungarian professor and and inventor told me I picked a good name for my company after we had been talking for almost two hours during the train ride. And yes, we talked about time. I looked at my business card, which I had given him just now. There was no name other than my name, Yelen and Seminars. Yelen Seminars. And I said, well, I didn't choose, that's my name, Anna Yelen. He looks at me with big eyes. Are you serious? (laughs) Well, yes. And the professor tells me that in the Hungarian language, Yelen means present. Like the now, this moment. I have been talking about time my whole life and even my name is proof that this is what I should do. Crazy, crazy. Now let's talk about the surface conversations. 
the ones that are not deep. The ones where a conversation matters only because the other person gives you that smile or that good vibe. Here in our supermarket there is a lady. I only know her when I go there but I look out for her because she's always so friendly and I feel secure when she's around. Okay, okay, I have to mention that I dislike getting the groceries. I feel lost the moment I take one step into the supermarket and sometimes I just stand there on the spot, unable to move. But Eli's in the family, my sister has the same. I think somehow it's related to the kitchen cooking trauma we have. Luckily, we both have good cooks at home who feed us. But yeah, that's another story. Let's carry on with the conversations with strangers. What does it do to us? A lot. It's proven that interactions with strangers enhance our well-being and enhance a sense of belonging. Try a 10-day talk to strangers challenge to see if it's accurate that these small interactions will make you happier. With the pandemic going on, we might have become a bit anxious to talk to strangers, and that is no surprise. You might get that feeling of, oh, I don't want to do it, but then you do do it, and you feel so much better. Now let's look at a process we could adjust to approach a stranger. The first step could be paying attention. Notice people. You could even start with eye contact only. See what this gives you. The second step could be to say hello. And you could start to chat with the waiter or cashier, you know, where it's a bit easier. And one excellent thing I once heard is about the question, how are you? And then you answer fine, but this does not really provoke a conversation. We need to be more specific. For example, if someone asks you, how are you? You could answer, like my dad would, I'm a 7 out of a 10. This could almost start it already. Or you ask the other, and you, which number are you today? 10 would be great, 0, no. The other might say, I'm on a 6. And now you could ask, what do you need to do today to get up to an 8? This will for sure start a chat. And that's only one example. Another one are books. Books are always great. And I almost can't resist asking someone with a book if it is a good book. And then you're in. But honestly, I do not do this to get a conversation going. I just want to know if the book is good. And never forget, a smile is a sign. It means I'm not a threat. I want to cooperate. I'm hearing goodwill. A smile is more than a smile. It opens doors. Some people are willing to talk. Others are less. You will notice which one it is. And it is a skill. It's something we can practice. And if you need to see some good examples, look at the people working in restaurants, bars. You might find some excellent talk to strangers strategies. 
I just googled this topic another time without falling into dirty and naughty places. And I did find a few names on the net who do research on this topic. If I had to choose one person and if you are interested in going a bit deeper, I would check out a few studies made by Jillian Sandstrom. Before I leave you for today, let me tell you about a lively short interaction in the locker room a few days ago. I finished swimming and had already dried my hair with one of those wall hair dryers. And I only do this after swimming because I have a 15 minutes walk back home and it's cold up here. That's one reason. The other reason why I don't like drying my hair is because... Oh, you look like a lion! laughs a woman walking into the locker room. I've never seen her before, but she has this big smile on her face. And then she goes, grrr. <laughs> I laugh and I say, yes, I think I'm ready for the day. After having laughed about my hair looking like a lion, she tells me about her swimming routines and chats about how important it is for her back because she had an operation which changed many of her habits and now she's more body fixed which helps her be less in her worries. I know she has a son and is born in Germany. I'm ready to go. I wish her a lovely day and while walking out she calls, go and get him tiger. I laugh out loud and outside I put on my knitted cap. My dear ones out there, it's time to say goodbye for today. We have another three lessons left and hopefully the third one, which will be published on the first day in 2022, shall give you some good vibes for the new year. Tomorrow I will be back with titles and changes on how I get rid of doubt. It's the end of the year. Take care, smile, relax, wind down, be nice to yourself and to strangers. Bye bye, yours, Anna.